Greetings, citizens, and welcome to episode 121 of Paranoia, Fight Together or Die a Clone. Good news and bad news. Good news is you'll have an episode today, and you should have one next week, too. Bad news is I'm running very low on content and also kind of low on time. It is difficult to run Paranoia during the holidays, so I'm going to be taking the rest of December off after next week, which is the 17th. So I will not be posting any Paranoia on the 24th or on the 31st of December. I was kind of hoping that I could avoid that, but it's just not possible. There are a couple of audio issues with the next episode, which is why it's taking longer than I thought, so I decided to make this episode instead. This is another episode where I will be talking about secret societies, similar to a filler episode that I did five billion years ago, but this time I will have a friend with me. So, let us begin. It says I've connected. No users connected, it says, but I'm connected as a ringman. Yeah, the display is not correct um, there, but that's fine. Last time, it unfortunately did not record my high-quality um, voice, which is one of the reasons that it's taking longer than usual for me to edit. Your high-quality uh, the voice that was supposed to be today. Yes, the 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 local recording. It only got the Discord recording for some reason. My local recording is just completely uh, blank. Um, no. So unfortunately, my voice is going to sound fucking terrible next time, which is too bad because I get to do a special character. Do do get um, to do a special character. But that's just kind of the way it is. So, hello. Um, <clears throat> paranoia, oh. fight together or die a clone. I didn't see you there. Yes. Uh, I, hello, I didn't see you there. I say looking in the, at, the, uh, at the corner of the room where Paranoia, fight together or die a clone is standing. Um, so, uh, today is a filler episode. Very cool. I know you're all looking forward to these. Um, the last time I did one of these was like a year and a half ago, uh, and I was like, hey, every time I need to do a filler episode, I'll go through a couple of secret societies and talk about them. That'll be fun. Um, I did two, and then it never happened again. Um, That's because we're on point all the time. So on point all the time. I never miss episodes. I'm never late. I never have to do other things. I never have to change my plans. I never have to make very short episodes. Um, you never tell us an episode's going to be very short, in and out, never tell two you hours? That. Absolutely not, no. Right, so if I was a smart guy, then I'd like do this in the same format I did last time, but I don't really remember what that was or care. But I know what I was doing, kind of. I'd like to retract the on-point statement. I'd like to retract it. So I was just going through an alphabetical order on the list of secret societies and talking about them, I believe. Sure. Um, so that means I started with anti-mutants, and then I did communists, I believe. There's no B? Uh, no. Burge? No. Damn. No Burge. <sighs> Rough. Uh, which means next is Computer Freaks, Corpore Metal. So I guess we could do, I guess we'll probably do both of those and see how long that takes us. Um, so, <clears throat> Ram, uh, have you been in the Computer Freaks? I was briefly in the Computer Freaks during a previous campaign. Briefly? Yes. I, was that campaign two where you were in three societies? I believe that was campaign one. Campaign one? Yes. Where I was overwhelmed by everything that was happening. And, and everybody dread. was touching robots constantly. Yes. And I campaign decided one that this was, was when suicide. We had we had the most players in campaign one, I think, that we've ever had in any game that I've run. Except for maybe one Call of Cthulhu mission where we might have had nine. 
Um, yeah. But I, I believe we had eight at the start of Paranoia 1. Um, I, think so. I think I think the reason we had so many people is because nobody played Paranoia before, so um, the people in our friend circle who fucking hate Paranoia didn't know <laughs> what it was yet. They swiftly so everyone, learned. Everyone was just like, oh, a new tabletop. Yeah, let's play. Um, so... The computer freaks are really probably, I would say, one of the looser secret societies in the game. Um, in the sense that you're basically all free agents going around doing whatever you want. And you only really care about other people so far as their reputation. And you, you have a loose binding of, um, acceptable behavior, you know, to not get ostracized amongst the computer freaks, you know? Yeah, my understanding of it when I was in it was that you're basically just trying to get posting cred. You just post your wins of like, I did, I made the computers, you know, I made these robots do this funny thing or look at the code I stole, that kind of stuff. Uh, I don't have to do cringe stuff like, you know, betraying other computer freaks to the cops Uh, or just bad tricks, not good stuff. Yeah, I optimize the performance of the uh, auto cars. You know, you're going to get banned from that form. They don't (laughs) care about that. Yeah, that would be more of a protect thing, I think, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, so most of the time when I'm giving computer freak missions, I don't structure it so much as um, an assignment. But usually a, a computer freak with higher clout will ask you to do something for them. Usually working for uh, exposure. Usually paying an exposure yeah. at first until you get your name out there a little bit. And then people will actually hire you to do things. Um, and then higher level computer freak missions, you know, teaming up with some other computer freaks to pull off a big, a big plan, a big heist or something, or, or very frequently the computer freaks are hired by other secret societies to do things, which is one of the reasons that they haven't been like, uh, rapidly exterminated by people who don't like them is that they're very, very useful. Um, and that they know the most about computing and computing is very important. It's nice to have a layer of plausible deniability when you're hiring some computer freaks to really mess up your your hated rival. Yeah. Um, in terms of friendly societies, the book recommends that Protec is a friendly society to the computer freaks, and I think that makes sense to me. And their enemies, of course, would be the First Church of Christ computer programmer um, mm. because they, their entire purpose is basically to subvert friend computer and his systems and the systems of Alpha Complex, whereas... The church is, of course, interested in upholding those and making them sacred and not fucking touching that unless you're the proper clearance level. Defile not thy holy code. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I think that's I think that's a good summary of computer freaks. I think I spent a really long time talking about each one last time, but... Uh, it's not much to tell about the computer freaks. They're pretty loosey-goosey. Yeah, to be totally honest, like I think maybe if I'm going to be doing one of these every uh, year and a half... Maybe I should do them slightly faster so I can get through more of these by the time the podcast finishes. Um, so let's uh, let's move on to Corp War Metal then. Ooh. Corp War Metal um, has showed up a bit in this campaign in public, I think. Just a little bit. Um, Lights, Lights has mentioned that he was decapitated by them. So I think that uh, the, the listeners probably know a good bit about it. Um, I briefly joined Corp War Metal in Series 2. Yeah. What were you in in Series 2? Originally, you were in an anti-mutant. In Series 2, I was an anti-mutant, and then I joined Free Enterprise? Yeah, that And, and then I joined right. Corpor Metal. Yeah. 
I think my, Kyle was in free enterprise and he yes. invited you in. Yeah, and my and early he, that was my early attempt. Bees was in. Bees was in. Bees was corporate metal. Bees was corporate metal, I believe. Okay. I think, yeah. and then I was like, "That sounds pretty good," and then that really messed everything up for me. Hmm. A few too many goals going at once yeah. there. Yeah. Um, so corporate metal, there's a there's a wide variety um, of of sub factions. Not so much in the computer freaks because they're all basically individual guys doing their own thing. So each one is a sub faction, sort of. But corporate metal uh, is all about robot supremacy, and whether that means converting humans to robots, as most humans in corporate metal want to do, uh, or serving robots, or both, or uh, killing all humans and then yourself, uh, that that varies. That varies wildly. Um, they are also allies with Protech, and uh, their enemies are lots of people. Um, obviously, the Frankenstein Destroyers are their their main rival. They're, they they are two completely opposed secret societies, but um, the mm. humanists are also direct humanists rivals. Of hate course, those guys. Humanists do not like corporal metal, um, so I would say they have really two direct rivals. And then the book also recommends that uh, Purge is their enemy, which I think makes sense because Purge. You know, they, their goal is destroy friend computer, of course. Um, Not replace it with different computer. Yeah, corporate metal doesn't. Some sometimes some of them like friend computers, some of them don't. Um, but they're definitely against the general population of Alpha Complex, and Purge blows people up um, and a lot, a lot, a lot, and will absolutely ruin things for people in order to destroy the computer, but. In terms of stuff that just fucks around with the citizens of Alpha Complex, they absolutely don't want to do that. They don't. They don't. They don't want to do that. But they they are completely pragmatic and will absolutely uh, pay very high civilian casualties for what they want. But it's war. They, but they. But in in the end, the ideal circumstance would be that all the civilians are happy and free. And Corpor Metal is interested in free, happy civilians with implants that uh, let them control everybody. The robots controlling the civilians. Yes. Much like the mind control device that we found in the that one mission. Yes, perhaps Something so. Like that. Still, still fishing for info on that one. Still fishing. Um, there's, there's usually lots of recommendations for like, uh, recognition signals and stuff like that in, in the book. And, uh, I think that corporate metal probably has my favorite one, which is, uh, I'm, I'm just going to read it directly. Bots spin their head all the way around clockwise. Humans turn their whole body. The correct response is an answering spin, head or body respectively, counterclockwise. <laughs> the idea that humans have to spin their whole body because they, uh, can't spin their head around is is very funny to me. Uh, it puts a whole new context on Lights' robot revolution. Uh, a lot of people <laughs> are trying to respond to these spots, and they're yeah, not getting you know, the right actually, response. I didn't even I didn't even think about that, but that is very funny, isn't it? You could have had you could have had you know you could have had the cops swoop in and start doing a really rough treatment of everyone, just start like blaming people. And you're like, I don't know what's going on. That's the book also cool. recommends that if you're playing in real life, that the you have to have the player actually stand up and spin in order for the signal to be recognized. <laughs> Just there's a lot of completely normal. There's a lot of very fun stuff you can do in real life paranoia. I think I've mentioned this before, but one thing that you're supposed to do is in the book there are little um, 
there's a page you scan, print out, and then you can cut out little badges for all the team roles, team leader, hygiene officer. And you, you put that over the collar of your shirt or something similar so that people can see what you are when they look at you. Um, which I, I find to be, that, that's really helpful in real life for, especially for new people and even for people who aren't new because you can, it, it keeps it on, on your brain at all times. Mm. Uh, let's see. What was I going to say next? I had and there's lots of different factions, you said. So there's some that are yes, just like, yes. uh, we're just going to all be robots. Everyone is who's not a robot is going to die. Robots yeah. are in charge. There's the ones that are like ostensibly led by robots who are telling the people, we'll turn you into robots, and then the mm-hmm. robots will be in charge. If And maybe, I, I'm assuming maybe some of those robots are telling the truth, and some of them are not. Some of the robots yes. tend to do it. Other robots are just lying. The thing about corporal metal specifically is that it is there are humans in it. If there were no humans in a group of corporal metal, then it wouldn't really be corporal metal. It would be some kind of bot secret society. So even if it's a kill all humans faction, they at least tolerate humans enough to either a let some of them convert themselves to cyborgs or b uh, allow humans to like work themselves to death in the coal mines after helping to get rid of all the other humans. Uh, so they're not literally the most intolerant of humans amongst robots. Uh, otherwise, it wouldn't be corporal metal in the first place. The, the, the citizens of Alpha Complex yearn for the mines. They yearn yes. for them, Gosts. Of course, you know, plenty of robots will say they're corporal metal. Um, whether that is to, as you said, uh, maybe bait some humans into doing something for them. Or, uh, you know, maybe the robots themselves... Uh, are feeling a bit contradictory and aren't quite sure if they want the humans to live or die. Uh, it can happen. Depends on how they've been interacted with on any given day. You know, we all go through those those feelings. We all have those feelings. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, I remember what I was going to say. I think one of my favorite um, secret society recognitions that I came up with um, was I don't remember which campaign it was. I don't, I don't even remember which mission it was. I think you were, it was the one where you fell like way into the under complex and had to get out. I didn't really yes. like that one because it was kind of just a mishmash of different ideas that I had that I couldn't think of anything to put them in. But some of the parts were really good. And, um, <laughs> I, I specifically remember like you had one person call this corporal metal robot whose phone number you got somehow. And you figured out that one of the things he said to you was the first part of a recognition signal. So then you had someone else call him and use that part. And I specifically remember <laughs> that, that the phrase... Do you remember what I, what this was? No, but I remember this happening. And it was yeah. really funny. Um, the, the phrase was Gear Cog Man. Um, and I remember likes specifically, he said, What does this Gear Cog Man think he's doing? And the way he said it was so funny to me, I've never forgotten that. Um, great. because it was so unsubtle but but like there's also nobody he's trying to hide it from because it's just the players and one robot on the phone with each other in a place where there's no signal anywhere else there's no one who could possibly be watching you but he felt the need to try to slip it into a sentence for some reason it was very funny very funny i kind of really <sighs> like the moment where he fell into the under underground that was it was very uh that was a very strange mission but i really enjoyed it I, that was one of the missions where I honestly didn't have a mission. Like, I had a couple of scenes planned and everything else I just pulled out of my ass as we went there. Um, but I'm glad you liked it. I'm glad it worked out. Was that the uh, one where I died for the first time? Oh, I have no I don't, idea. I don't think so. 
I have no idea. Um, but that was Queen of I, Nature. You did some shopping in the gray market. There was the Queen of Nature. I believe I talked about that in a previous thing. I love the Queen um, of Nature. There was also the um, mutually assured destruction uh, nuclear core. That was one of the funniest things that's ever happened. The, the, the second one, we didn't even try it. We just walked in, go, went out. It's like, oh no! Yeah. <laughs> the, the players, the players found this uh, nuclear like reactor automated, AI automated, core, yeah. auto, like super deep underground automated reactor core that was just you know very lonely because it just sits down there forever. Uh, and they talked with it, and they realized they needed its power core for something. And so they for were the, trying to figure out ways vehicle. to steal it or, or like negotiate with it. Um, and eventually, it, like it, it sort of escalated. And eventually, the bot was like, "Listen, if you if you take one footstep towards the other side of this room where my power core is, I'm going to blow up this entire reactor. That's mutually assured destruction." And the players were like, "Well, we got to risk it because if we don't do this, then we all die." And the core was like, "All right, how about this? What if I give you?" the coordinates of another core identical to me, but who hasn't had this conversation with you and you just run in and grab it. And so they did that and they went in and the other one greeted them the ex- exact same way. I was like, Oh wow. Humans. Hi. Wow. I haven't seen it. Ah, <laughs> as they just <laughs> run up, like sprint across the room and just rip it out of the wall. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh my God. It's moments like that where you really just appreciate paranoia. You really don't, don't get the same kind of just nonsense, dark humor stuff. It's really rare to get it in other games like that. I don't remember if we already told that story before, so I apologize if we did a better rendition of it previously. It's funny every time. Every time I remember it. All right, let's see. Um, Hey, next is Death Leopard. I know those guys. You know those guys because you were in them. This this game. I was, yeah. Um, For quite some time. So I, you know, I think... You're probably in a, in the best situation to talk about them. Why don't you tell me about the Death Leopards? The Death Leopards are they're kind of they're kind of just a bunch of people who run the gamut from like the world's biggest losers who are trying to be cool amongst each other for status to you know ultraviolet Tony Hawk skateboarding throughout Alpha Complex and blowing up nuclear reactors like. They're just doing pranks and they're having fun and they're throwing parties and they're just scheming and doing just fun nonsense. Um, I really like those guys. They had, they had heart. All the people have heart. A lot less threatening than a lot of other secret societies. Very, Mm. uh, very welcoming. Just a bunch of citizens trying to have some fun. Probably yeah, being used by other secret societies to do funny stuff that they really want done and want to just blame it on some idiots. It's party hard, and it's um, there's not the there's there's even less high ranking people in Death Leopards than in other societies because the higher in degrees you are, the closer you are to getting to the point where you are constantly being pursued. At which point it just becomes, yeah. <laughs> uh, you you play you play Mirror's Edge in Alpha Complex, but also at Saints Row, um, for as long as you can until you die, and your degree you be- just keeps going up. You become um, a living until, legend. Until the end. Yeah, um, and that can happen anywhere from like tenth degree to you know fifteenth degree. And when you when you reach fifteen, I think I don't think this is in the core book, but I remember I read one of the Secret Society expansion books that that said like once you get to fifteen, then you're you're on. You're being chased by helicopters with cameras all the time, and that's 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 how it works. 
Um, we, I, and that idea stuck with me permanently. And I can't think of Death Leopard societies functioning any other way. So that's that's mandatory that it works that way for me. I like the idea that it's just a bunch of ultraviolets who are like, we need to catch this guy, but also I have to see what this guy's doing at all times because it's wild. <laughs> this stuff he gets away with. We have to watch him. Yeah, it is definitely like hypothetically all the secret societies are probably being puppeted by ultraviolets in some way, right? Or maybe not. Maybe, you know, maybe mm. this, maybe the real, uh, I was going to say Illuminati, but that has a different context for you, Ram. Um, yeah. Maybe the real, um, the real s- secret leaders of Alpha Complex are secret 21st degree people hiding, uh, somewhere and the ultraviolets are bumbling idiots. You know, it's hard to say. Mm. Um, but, but um, Death Leopards specifically seem to be uh, puppets. They seem to be used by people a lot. Them and and their polar opposite, I think, the Church. Mm. Uh, they seem they both seem to be like uh, the Stooges of Alpha Complex, the goons. They're, they're so easy to bait, right? Because mm-hmm. you, you know the Church is it. easy to bait, but yeah, the you Death Leopards whatever you want. Exactly. If it seems kind of funny or kind of cool, or there's a funny explosion that happens. You know, it's what's the it's leave X beautiful corpses or whatever it is. It's the what's the motto you had made up at one point for Death Leopard? It was the like motto. Um, it was like leave 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 like six beautiful corpses after you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's in one of the books too. Live fast and leave six beautiful corpses. I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like that's all they want to do, and it's great. It's so pure. They just want to have some fun and and make some trouble. And I really, you know, I think they're great. I'm I'm really sad that they all got. CIA vanned and, and mm. murdered probably by my yeah. other shitty society. Yes, that is uh it's unfortunate. It's very unfortunate what happened there. Yeah. Their ghosts follow me around constantly and they're whispering and pointing. It's really bad for my mental health. Let's see. Um speaking of the triple C P next up is the F triple C P. Have Was you I been in this? That? Was I in this at some, one point? I know that some people were in it. Lights was in it. Um, very, it did a very great job of it last campaign. I, think, I in got campaign inducted two. into it in mission one. Did you remember when that was with the disc where you can look at the holy disc and then they like well, that was like mission five or something, wasn't it? I mean, and that was in in series one, not mission oh, one, series, series one, one yes. where we got like waterboarded until we joined it. Yes, that was um, that was one of the failings i think i had was there was a point where a bunch of people got waterboarded and joined the f triple cp which was funny but then they did the same thing to the other players without me knowing they were going to do that and that resulted in a lot of salt large quantities of butt hurt we we may have fundamentally misunderstood how everything worked in the game which is kind of the point but it also can cause problems yes. uh it was we very did not intend to do in that way it was very funny, but it made people mad enough that I think it was not worth it in hindsight. Um, yeah. But uh, that's how you learn. Uh, you have yeah. to you have to sort of be careful that players who are all in a society don't like just bully the other players into submission completely. Or if they do, then they have to be uh, fucked for it. Mm. Yeah. But anyways, um, the triple CP. Oh yes, I remember. So there's there's lots and lots of sub factions for this because um, obviously organized religion, you know, very funny, yes. very humorous, and 
Especially, I mean, when was when was Paranoia originally published? Right, like oh man, yeah, eighties, seventies, eighties or seventies or something like right? that. Right, like that, like that was like it's time to make fun of organized religion. Like it's time. Yeah. That's a, a lot of the, from my understanding of a lot of those people were kind of like let's 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 take a look at this and, and do some commentary on it. And um, there's there, the expansion books are are wonderful. They have so many uh things for this that's great i remember there's there's the church of the anti-computer of course is is not the first one that i should name but it's so, such a funny idea to me i still don't understand what that is and that just... is completely intentional on my part and i will not be explaining it to you um there's there's you know there's there's just a bunch that have extremely identical names we we encountered two separate sects of those guys in one mission in one of the series it was the one where it was like the foggy street and people were getting abducted. And oh, we went underground. Yeah. And we was, was felt like one. there was a team of like crusaders who were trying to kill the shit out of the other uh the other uh the other group, but I just wanted to steal one of their swords because they had a cool sword, so we like pushed them off a cliff or something. Yeah. And we eventually and you found met like them, a you met them in this campaign too. There were Did the they really? um, I forget oh. what the which group it was, but at the end of the second mission you remember the the ghost. They wanted to exercise yes. the ghost. Yes, yeah. One day you'll tell us everything about that because uh, I'm desperate to know. But that the, the other one was so funny because after we we I guess dumped those guys down in a pit, we found the other like sects like headquarters, and they had just like a giant marble statue of like some Greek goddess, but like with a computer head and just like a bunch of yes. like citizens suckling on its teeth, and we're like, "What the hell oh, is yeah. this?" And he just really kept describing up. it. We're just like, "What are you talking about?" So funny. Oh my god! And then um, the thing that Lights was in was the uh, it was it's called something like the Church of the the Day the Day of Communism, um, which sounds okay. very heretical. But what they what they believed was that someday the communists would uh, destroy Alpha Complex, and that's the Day of Communism. But then after that, Front Computer wipes them out, and there's a new reborn Alpha Complex that's free of communism. Um, and so people, I, I believe, Rim, I think you might have actually thought he was a communist at one point. You thought he was giving you communist propaganda. He's giving me wild nonsense about communism, and I was yeah. completely confused by it. I, I remember there was a section. Do you remember the giant egg research station? Yes, I, I vividly so, remember the egg. I, I remember the pamphlets. I blew up my I, hand I, shooting the pamphlets. Yes, 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 exactly. That's the story I want to tell. So in... Previous campaigns, I usually would split people into Discord channels a lot of the time, um, which is much harder to do now because I, that would fuck up the recording. So I have people mute and deafen sometimes. But previously, um, I didn't have to do that. So I could have people talking amongst themselves at the same time as I was running the game for other people in a different channel, which has a lot of advantages. Um, namely, people get a lot of downtime to discuss and plot and scheme. And so I remember Ram and Lights... Uh, said, okay, we're going to take the elevator up a floor. And then I was running, I was explaining something to other people. And then like 30 seconds later, like they both jumped down and said, we need you to come into the channel. You have to come in here right now. Um, and, and so Ram, I wasn't there, so I don't actually know what happened. But my understanding is lights had been, he either had made or he had been given as his secret mission, a bunch of pamphlets and I, he said that he he pulled out a bunch. You said he pulled out a bunch of pamphlets, like playing cards, and like was offering them to you. And he had seven of them. And that you said you took out your laser pistol and you shot all seven of them. Yes. Uh, but as <laughs> we, 
as we probably know already, uh, laser pistol barrels have six shots and maybe more, or they could explode if you shoot them any further. Um, and they, and it did and blew, blew my hand your off. hand off. But I believe you got, I, you got some kind of reward, either perversity points or, or yeah. merit points or something for, yeah, a weird, for it, yeah, I got like, I think I got, I think I got perversity points for that. And then maybe yeah. even later merit points because you thought it was so funny. It was. And then I, I it reported. Was very I was funny. like, I was like, he was handing out communism posters, so I just started shooting them. <laughs> I got like, they're like, please do not blow up your hand. <laughs> it's okay. Um, and so to wrap that back into the society itself, well, I think that triple CP members usually get in trouble for things much worse than they actually do because they, most of them, do really want to serve the computer. But some of them have really fucked up understandings of what that means. Uh, or not even fucked up, but just like they, they're willing to say and do things almost in, in a more honest way than most members of Alpha Complex. And that can get them in trouble. Um, like and, when the computer asks you, like, did you do this? Are you going to lie to the freaking computer? No way. No, you can't lie to the computer is the thing. Um, and, and so – and. I think I mentioned this in some previous comments too, so I'll just kind of skim the idea. But, um, you know, in, in some sections of the triple CP, you can gain merit by confessing to your crimes because you have, you, they want you to confess anything that you do wrong to the computer. But that means that you can do crimes and confess them to gain merit, which can, dangerous can game. form a very dangerous feedback loop there. Um, yeah. uh, would you like get missions to like do something and then you just confess to Frank Computer like hey I was doing this the whole time I'm sorry and they're like <laughs> it's like what are you doing uh, that could happen yeah if you if you get caught on a mission then you probably are going to have to say what the mission was um, unless it's something so secret and important that, that it needs to be hidden from from someone or something I really enjoy how many sects there are of it, though, because you you just said there's so many of them. I I love how you could be in a mission and be like, oh, okay, like what secret societies are fighting against each other, and really it's just like five groups of the triple CP just trying to kill each other because they've had a religious disagreement over some random holy text that they've discovered. It's just yes. great. Uh oh, okay. So I I found one of the things. Uh, so here's here's recognition signals for for F triple CP as recommended by yes. the Paranoia XP core book. Uh, and this, this, this talks about some of the stuff that I was saying. True FCCCPers make touch four points on your chest one after another. Um, each point is the corner of an imagined square, and this shape represents the computer monitor. The true FCPers make this motion in a clockwise direction. The united FCPers go counterclockwise. The lasers of the faithful follow it up by tracing an X across their chest, doubly bisecting the square. Um, there's, there's many, Groups and many of them are almost identical, and many of them are radically different, and it can land you in a lot of hot water. It's very funny. It's good. It's good content, folks. And let's do. Let's do I think we can do one more. Sure, we're getting close uh, to the dangerous letters. The dangerous letters. Yeah, we're on F, are, right? Yes, um, F for Frankenstein Destroyer. F for Frankenstein Destroyer. F for Free Enterprise, and there's G for nothing. <laughs> Great society. Great society. And then there's H for, hey, there's no society here. Oh, that's not correct. Oh, that's right. H is, uh... God, what's the secret society with H? I forget. You were in it. 
was I really? Oh, the humanist. See, Humanists. they really didn't make much of an impression on me. They're a bunch of bureaucrats. <laughs> I don't respect them. You, you, you put me from Death Lover to the humanist. I was just, I was just coasting on that. It's definitely a, um, a tempo decrease. Yes. Wouldn't that be? Yeah. 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 Anyway. Uh, yes. Anyways, Frankenstein Destroyers. I don't think I've ever been part of Frankenstein Destroyers. Really? I don't think so. Um, maybe I should save that for someone who has been then. Do you want to go skip to Free Enterprise? Sure. Okay. Uh, Free Enterprise is capitalism. Um, yeah. Alpha Complex believes in capitalism, but is not really very capitalist. It sort of is. Uh, there are people who, who rise to the top and take all the power, but like it doesn't really have anything that would allow for that it's all it's it's all about political power basically and it's sort of about like running companies and stuff like that but those are just companies are are something that can just be folded in by the computer or deleted by the computer or anything at, at any given time um you know there there are stocks but not really you know none of that's real it's basically full communism in in some ways it's it's a completely yeah like, the power it, it, derives not from the accumulation of, of wealth it, it derives from yeah. the ultraviolet and the computer mm-hmm. you can't run a, a company if you're a infrared really yeah so you need to have the political sway that you get from clearances along with credits which you'll get with clearance in order to yeah. start a company if the computer lets you do it so you're constantly going to the state for permission to do things. So free enterprise is sort of the actual um, economic right of Alpha Complex. They like to get rich on things. They like demand and supply. Um, they want to give you things for more money than you can possibly pay and then beat the debt out of you. And they like to give loans, and they like to have free enterprise. You understand what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So you were you were in free enterprise briefly. Kyle, yeah, Kyle joined you into it, and a lot of admissions and things that I give for that are um, very obvious. Sell things to people. Missions. Um, yeah. Steal things and I, then sell those things. I gave Kyle a bunch of um, hair trigger modifications for laser pistols in a box. And I said, sell these in, in Campaign 2. And um, he had to sell them to anyone who had a laser pistol, which, of course, is any other troubleshooters, including his team. Um, and so the hair, trigger, the hair triggers became quite a thing. Um, that, was, that was certainly interesting. Yeah, I remember that. They're interesting because, because your ability to spend money to get concrete like living enhancements in alpha complex is really determined by your clearance level like you can be an infrared with 20 million credits and you cannot get it's difficult for you to be able to walk into like a green clearance restaurant you're gonna get shot right you're gonna get shot you're gonna have to do it all under the table you can't be Mm -hmm. seen enjoying any of this stuff you can't have the nice housing 
You have to have like secret underground housing. So you have to have to live completely underground with this money. So it feels like, you know, the heads of free enterprise are the ones who are really raking it in. Everyone else underneath it is probably getting kind of screwed over. It feels like a pyramid scheme. Because you're constantly yeah. selling stuff for your bosses for a lot of the times, from my understanding. Most of the most of the times that the players have bought or sold stuff illegally, free enterprise is involved somewhere on the line. If not directly, then you know they're they're doing something involving that. Mm-hmm. They yeah. don't run literally all illegal trade, but they run a lot of it. Um, yeah. And as you as you become a higher degree, then you might be put on stuff like debt collection or or security guarantees or or monitoring trade routes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and hypothetically, eventually you start your own um, little gang of some sort, you know, a uh, little, little group, and you try to keep incorporating and going up in the ranks, you know? Sounds great, but also really stressful. Yeah, uh, I, think it, I think it can be. They're definitely, um, you know, so a lot of societies give you missions that are related to what the mission is free enterprise i feel like if you have a mission their their goal is going to be hey there's a valuable thing in this mission you should take that uh or it's going to be pretty much unrelated um you sell know, this it, car it, yeah so yeah <laughs> um it, it just doesn't have they, they don't have much of a stake in like um where 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 the politics of alpha complex goes they don't really care about if it's run by humans or mutants or robots. Um, they want money, you know? So they a lot of that stuff where, you know, you would immediately get put on one side or the other based on your secret society just doesn't really apply to them. Um, sort of in the same way, I would say that um, in the Sierra Club, usually they don't care about whatever's going on in your mission they want something about the area you're in or some they want you to collect bugs or plant flowers or something um they just don't really have anything to do with any of the higher workings um there's some societies that are like that except for bioweapons sierra club loves bioweapons yes they do really love bioweapons that is their that's their thing Sometimes Sierra Club is like, I'd like you to plant some wildflowers in this empty field. And they're like, I'd like you to find five bugs. And sometimes they're like, obtain for me the smallpox virus. Thank you for listening to this episode of Paranoia. Fight together or die a clone.